Welcome to week five with the Grocery Guru. There is Andrew Grant. Andrew, how are you doing? Yeah, good. Uh, good morning. Uh, I think it's still good morning, Darren. But um, suffice to say, I'm in morning. You are in morning. See what I did there. I see that was a good double pun. I understand you're in morning because of some news about some counters. Is that right? Yeah, Sainsbury's closing all their meat, fish, and deli counters, which was. Um, Round zero for me as a fresh-faced graduate buying fish for Sainsbury's fish counters. So a little bit of history ending for me. So um, hence the, um, you know, small little tear of regret. So the retail landscape, the high street is changing. Counters are going for one of the big supermarkets. But interestingly, I also read that Waitrose have taken advantage of this and put more lines, extended their range on their counters. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I, I've got a sneaking suspicion that a, um, um, a person with a calculator and a, and a red pen made the decision to close those counters. The, um, if you dial into their um, half-year results presentation to the city, they said they'll save 60 million by closing the counters. Now, their underlying profits are only 300 million. So that's a good 20% of profits that will get boosted um when they close them so i think it's very much been a financial decision um and i'm not surprised by that now did you know that mbm used to have a sister business called mcm well i do remember you used to be in the counter business because the other point i was going to make is all right you're going to save 60 million in operating costs but what do you do with all that metal and perspex and refrigeration and you know it's expensive kit so we used to be very big into counters at one point for four years. We coached all the food counter people at Sainsbury's and then made a great market share difference for them. They then took it in-house and we took the idea to Tesco, had a team of 60 people coaching all the people behind counters. So I know a bit about it. Now, what Terry Lee, he said, uh, sorry, what one of the Tesco's guys said at the time was the counters was the window to fresh. And if shoppers saw counters looking good and feeling good, and it was intangible, they said that was something we need to keep because it keeps shoppers coming in, even though they didn't buy from it. Well, I think that was unfortunately the reality. Having, having spent a bit of time not on fresh fish and deli, unfortunately, um, you know, it's poor Mrs. Miggins or Mr. Miggins shuffling along to buy, you know, six slices of crumbed ham for their lunches. Um, so the only stuff that ever sold was the basic stuff, your pork pies and your breaded ham and cheddar cheese, which obviously you can also get in prepack. Um, so the only people who tended to buy on the deli counters were people wanting tiny, tiny portions. And yeah, I can remember doing it myself, you know, trying to launch exotic stuff, you know, exotic hams and exotic sausages and God knows what. It just didn't sell. And then after about six weeks, you get all the store managers and area managers, managers complaining about waste. So you took the easy decision. I think it's a real shame. It is. It is a shame. It is a shame. Unfortunately, I see counters and always did a bit like a turkey at Christmas. I wouldn't have a Christmas without one, but I don't necessarily think about it first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is going to be interesting to see whether that the decision will come and bite Sainsbury's in the bum because... Um, 
I mean, two things. If you think about the, the big stalking horse in the background that's about to go physical, literally with physical stores is? Go on, Amazon. Amazon. And who was the first physical business they bought in the States to get themselves into physical retailing? Oh, um, yeah. oh uh, uh, <laughs> fresh, no, world of, world of, go on. Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Now, anybody that's seen a Whole Foods, particularly in the States, and I've seen a few, that is all about experiential shopping, you know, lots of sampling, lots of massive displays of fresh stuff, just fabulous. Wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be interesting, Sainsbury's close all their deli counters and all of a sudden Amazon come up with a huge, in-your-face, big, um, entertaining display, displays of fresh foods? Because also the you've got the experiment, you can experience something there. You've also got the environment part where yeah. maybe you can go up with a tub and get two pounds of olives and take it away in your own tub type thing, which is perfect. The other way that people used to look at counters and they used to say to us is if only the people behind them could upsell. But they were trying to upsell to older people who didn't have the budget. But there were about a third of people that were affluent who liked shopping at the deli. Yeah. What we found was that if they could see those people as their mum and treat them like their mum, they were buying more. Because if you say someone upsell who works behind a counter, oh no, I don't want to try and manipulate my customers. But if you say, okay, it's your mum coming in, what would you do? Mum, you've got to try this new cheese, it's great. Yeah. Then, well, here's here's an interesting twist. Um, you know, thinking outside the box, um, you know, what are the supermarkets doing at the moment with all their big non-food space that they can't fill? They're letting it out to New Look and Primark and Timpsons. And so why not turn the deli counters over to some, you know, um, entrepreneurial young farm shops or independent delis or whatever. Create a lot of theatre, be really good for the community. Yep. I, guess, I guess our supermarkets don't think that creatively anymore. Well, interestingly, you're right, they don't. Five years ago, when I was heavily into this game of counters, Newitz, you may have heard of them, they're from Tame. They did a deal with Budgins, where Budgins said you can take over 200 of our counters, whatever it was. We want to take 10% or whatever it was, and Newitz run them. And they yeah. made a sterling job. Yeah. So yeah. It's very possible if they do that. As I said, I think I think this decision is just a an accountant's decision with a red pen and a ruler and a and a calculator saying mm, sixty million would be nice to have. Let's have that, and they haven't really thought beyond that. It's a real shame, but I guess it's a yeah. massive opportunity for your high street deli, your farm shop, or your farmers market because that's where people will now go. Well, that's very true. Yeah, it is very true. Um... I think the bit that you were saying earlier about the landscape maybe goes full cycle and comes back. Maybe it just does. It'll be a shame if it was forced by Amazon one of, rather than one of the British supermarkets. But it does sort of link back to what we talked about in episode one of this, the, you know, the urban fulfillment centres. Because if, uh, I mean, again, Sainsbury's results, their, their online grocery has doubled since March. Yeah, and it's now 15% of their grocery sales are online for home delivery. 40% yeah. um, of their total sales are now online, but that's obviously because of the Argos effect. But, you know, if everybody starts shopping at home, 
then why do they want to go into a physical store anymore if it's if all it is is aisles and aisles of boring packed product yeah yeah the only reason you, you know if you've got if you've got fast home delivery with a slot available within 24 hours you'll only go to a supermarket to experience the fabulous bakery the fabulous fresh meat the phenomenally not lovely produce and if that's not there and it's just a a replica of a warehouse you wouldn't shop there well yeah that, that fills me with the emotion of sadness because sainsbury's launched their campaign many years ago now about sleep shopping that we just walk around with a trolley and we sort of pick up the things we normally do if there really is nothing to experience then you're right maybe we're going to either sleep shop or of course we're encouraged to order from home yeah but as i said i think uh, it will be interesting to say waitrose possibly amazon may actually be thinking slightly more in a slightly more innovatively and longer playing a longer game well this could be a place where our where waitrose really win this market yeah i mean they have got the you know they have got the demographic i guess that you know would be more likely to buy um interesting and exotic products off a of delhi um but obviously you know waitrose butt up to um sainsbury's upmarket customers so yes yeah, steal a few of those and you lose um quite an affluent, profitable basket very quickly. You do. Talking of exotic, I saw that Sainsbury's launched their sushi counters two, three years ago, I think. Yeah. Um, in a Sainsbury's near here, which is Oxford, a while ago. Absolutely dead. Two or three packs on the counter. And you just wonder, the same number cruncher that has arrived at closing our counters can't have arrived at sushi counters. So you've got two different schools of thought going on here. I think the sushi counters are a third party. Oh, so certainly the one in the, in the big London Colney one is a third party one. So I don't think the, the Hoban based accountants will have got to those yet. Uh, but you're right. They, they don't seem to sell very much. And, you know, there's nothing worse than sushi that looks like it's been hanging around a bit. And also your waste, managing the waste of that is going to be impossible. Exactly. Exactly. So anyway, we will um, we will see what happens. But um, as ever, interesting times. It is the demise of the food counters. Okay, let's leave our viewers on maybe a cliffhanger. Any ideas what's coming at us next week? Oh, you ask me that every time, but things are moving so quickly. Um, maybe it'll be, you know, what does grocery look like now? Everybody's going to be inoculated. I don't know. <laughs> let's let's see what the news brings in the next few days. Right. The other thing we've got is that rules for shopping at each of the supermarkets seems to be changing. Maybe we'll pick that up next week. By the day. By the day. Grocery Guru, Andrew, thank you. Till next bye week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.